Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. I'm so out of breath. <laughs> I just came up those stairs, and you have an eyelash right here. Oh. We're just being raw and real in today's episode. Yeah, did I get it? Um, no. Can you help me out? Uh, I can try. Sorry, the podcast. What's the whole rule? You make a prayer? Yep. Um... <sighs> Okay, it went off. Okay. I Anyways, I'm pretty positive that was not ASMR right there. Yeah. If if you're listening on th- this podcast and not watching on YouTube, we do severely oh apologize gosh. for that. But this is the raw real life. Basically, I had to go shut the door so that my, my mom can take care of Micah while we record. Yeah. Um, that way there's no audio interruptions. But those stairs got me. I'm out of breath. And I pressed record and I was like, why did We're I out just... of shape. All right. Anyways. Okay. We're picking up on day four of our Confidence and Calling Devotion on the Bible app. There's a link to that in, in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture. Then Tori's going to pick up the Devo. <laughs> Let's do it. The scripture is Colossians chapter three, verses one through three. And it says this. Since you have been raised to new life with Christ, set your sights on the realities of heaven where Christ sits in the place of honor at God's right hand. Think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. For you died to this life, and your real life is hidden with Christ and God. The devotional is titled Calling and Hope, and it says this. Sometimes it isn't enough to see our lives and our time-bound, sin-bound, glory-bound, battle-bound life on earth. We need a far-reaching hope and heaven's perspective to see our lives in light of eternity. We need this especially when we encounter lives' brutalities and injustices and receive news of events from friends and strangers that are horrifyingly cruel and unfair. We need a place to turn to and a prayer on our lips that whispers, Come, Lord Jesus. We need a more expansive horizon, one that reminds us that there is more than what we see around us and that above the noise of distress, hope shouts defiantly and courageously. We need a summons that calls us upwards and announces that one day everything will be well. Heaven's perspective on our calling changes everything. Billy Graham talked and wrote a lot about heaven, and one of his famous quotes is, Life is hard, but God is with us, and heaven is real. It is a short sentence that packs a punch. Life is hard and is full of adversity, much of which is too great for us to handle alone. Yet, we have the most faithful companion. The Spirit of God is with us and tenderly gives us all we need. Our hope, then, is not in our circumstances, but in the hope we have in Jesus. The risen Christ is in heaven, standing, praying, and preparing a home for us. Set your sights on the realities of heaven and think about the things of heaven, is how Paul exhorted the Christians in Colossae. Heaven has a perspective on our calling and has very different metrics to use for determining if it is successful. Thankfully, only God does the measuring. Like the list of heroes in Hebrews 11, 
We are commended not because we are successful in the eyes of others, but faithful in the eyes of God. And then the questions say this, what do you think about when you think about heaven? How do you set your sights on heaven? Heaven has a different perspective on our current circumstances and our calling. What are you currently dealing with that could be seen differently from heaven's perspective? Wow. This is really powerful. It is. It was also kind of poetic. It was, yeah. I don't really know where I want to jump in on this one, so feel free to pepper in if you feel really led into something. But one of the things that I constantly try to remind myself in this life, because I struggle with trying to create comfort for my life. And typically, as I go to create comfort in my life, I'm leaning away from God's plan and into my own plan. And the reason I do that is because I think sometimes I was uncomfortable as a young kid. And then what happened is, is now I'm projecting that fear of living that same life. And now I'm trying to fix it in my adult life, which, you know, I think we all do that in different ways. We bring in the communication styles that we were raised with. We bring up the money tips that we were raised with. We bring in the relationship things that we desire yeah. from our from our younger life. And we're always trying to solve problems that we previously encountered mm-hmm. now. Yeah. But let me just flip that on its head real quick. The problem of my eternity is already solved. Right. So that solution is already here. Yeah. I have received Jesus into my life. Yeah. You all have received Jesus into your life. And just like what scripture says, now we have eternal life with him forever. Yeah. So yeah. the worry about our future is already solved. Right. So now I just need to figure out how I can walk in that perspective now and, and, and not allow the fear of failure mm-hmm. to not allow the fear of man to not allow envy or jealousy to dictate how I run my life now. And I would always repeat a few different lines to myself, and I'll share those with you right now. The first of which is that I always say heaven is enough. Mm -hmm. And so that no matter what I go through on this side of heaven, heaven will will more than make up for the struggles and sufferings that I experience now. That doesn't minimize my struggles and and sufferings now. Mm -hmm. It maximizes heaven. It maximizes glory of the Father. It maximizes that there will be no more tears, no more pain, no more suffering. Mm -hmm. And the second thing that I always say is that if God's love for you is dependent on your health, your wealth, and your relationship status— then God hated the disciples right? because a lot of these people were poor. Mm-hmm. A lot of these people never married yeah. and 11 of the 12 disciples were murdered. Yeah. And so if I'm only living my life for my health, for my wealth and for my relationship status, then I'm clearly pursuing the love of the world, not the love of God. That's yeah. not to say that if God loves you, you will go through those calamities. Yeah. That's to say, but that's not the sign of success. That's the yeah. world sign of success. Mm-hmm. And God looks at things differently. Heaven sees things differently, and we yeah. need to pray for that perspective yeah. and not just the perspective of our upbringing or yeah. the culture that we grew up in yeah. or our fears. Yeah, I think it's really always so important to think about when we meet Jesus face to face. What do we want him to say? We want him to say, Good and faithful servant. He's not going to say good and famous servant. He's not going to say good and hardworking servant. He's not going to say good and you fill in the blank servant. We want him to say good and faithful servant. And so if we live with that perspective of how can I be faithful to God today? How can I be a faithful servant to God today? 
What can I do today that heaven would rejoice in? And I think that it just brings a different perspective on our daily life. Just like we were talking about yesterday, are we open to God interruptions? Are we loving people the way that God loves them? Are we seeing people through God's eyes and not our own? Are we pursuing God's kingdom or are we pursuing building our own kingdom? And so when we're looking, when it talks about looking through heaven's lens, through an eternal perspective, perspective. It's saying, let's put less weight on the things that matter here on earth and more weight on the things that matter for eternity. We're talking lives here, y'all. We're not talking about making someone's day. We're talking about introducing them to the savior of their soul. So we're talking life or death. We're talking heaven or hell, right? This is the things that matter to the kingdom of God. And so if there's an opportunity to share the good news of the gospel, God takes that way more seriously than finishing your to-do list. And so I think it's giving weight to the right things and taking weight off of the wrong things. Amen to that. You ready to pray sent out? I am. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for who you are. Lord, we stand in awe and wonder of your glory, Father, that you are the creator of all things, and you love us, Father. Lord, I pray that you would open our eyes to opportunities to see. Father, I pray that you would open our eyes to the things that matter in heaven here on earth, God how we can be truly faithful servants to you in our day-to-day lives. Lord, we cannot do it without your Holy Spirit helping us. So we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When I was that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys, and we're talking to you tomorrow. Ciao, ciao, ciao.